0: Well, hello there. It's another day. I'm Jim Harrington.
1: And I am Bill Knight as we creep closer and closer and closer to Christmas.
0: It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. You like that? Huh? You didn't know I could oh, yeah, sing, yeah. huh? You know, yeah, you know, you got a side
1: job. Can you, far, you know, you oh, no. Can you sing Far,
0: Far Away? What? How do you sing? I don't know. Can you sing Far, Far Away, please? <laughs> Yes, uh, a couple of blocks. Uh, right down there. There's a filling station with a pole on the corner. Go oh, there. matter of fact, here's the key to the men's
1: room. Just go oh. in there and sing all you
0: want. Hey, listen. Oh, I used to love singing, and uh, I shouldn't say this, but when you were a young kid and wanted to be a rock and roll star, the best place to sing was some of these old uh, tiled bathrooms because they had a great... Oh, nice reverb. ...reverb. They were fabulous, you know?
1: You know, if, if I were a kid with a rock and roll band... Mm-hmm. I would probably sit there and do the uh, basement bathroom recordings and go into a, a, a restroom somewhere that was all t- tiled Yeah, and go set up and record and get some nice reverb. You know, you probably could get a decent sound in there.
0: But, you know, the, the, the thing that would be difficult is every so often, every, every three or four minutes, you hear something flush. And that would yeah. uh, probably be yeah, an annoyance to the whole yeah, recording or that process. Rogue trombone. <laughs> Who's the trombone player? I don't know. Sit we down. don't have Go a
1: trombone. <laughs> there is no trombone. What are you talking about?
0: Oh, my goodness. Well, it's got to be one of those shows, folks. Hey, listen, a lot of things happen. Uh, first of all, I got to ask you a question. Um, You know I like to write stories and stuff like that, and I I was an aspiring – yes, I do. I I always thought of myself as an aspiring screenwriter, but uh, you probably haven't seen my latest film because it hasn't been produced yet. But – Only in your mind. I'm watching this new series called uh, Tom Clancy's Jack Ryan. It's actually season three. I I believe it's on um, Amazon Prime, and it's really a good series. They put a lot of money into these because essentially, it's eight episodes, but it's essentially it's like them producing a four-hour movie, a very long movie. You know I mean the production schedule must have been similar to shooting a big budget movie, movie. right. So um, I'm watching it, and it's about he's over in Czechoslovakia. I'm not going to give any of the plot line away because it's, it's really good. and I suggest if you have Amazon Prime, Give it a look. It only came out a couple of days ago, uh, right? And you know the thing about that is one more thing. I'm sidetracking, but I'm easily sidetracked. Mm-hmm. I, I, they put Amazon will give you all eight episodes in one fell swoop, and you can watch them. You can binge the whole thing, and right. that's always what I end up doing. I, I'm like, uh, I'm into. I've finished watching six of the eight episodes already, and the only right. uh, and the only thing that stopped me is I had to get up early to record our program. So you mm-hmm. know, uh. And I'm I mean, I'm old too, and I just can't do it like I used to when I was a kid. So, uh, but some networks like uh, Paramount Plus, they issue a new program once a week. They keep you on the hook for eight weeks. But see, they also sell commercials, right in their in their programs. So uh, they figure, I guess, uh, they keep you coming back. They can keep you watching the commercials while the, they're showing their program. But anyway, in this new series season three of uh, Jack Ryan. It's based in Czechoslovakia, and the plot involves uh, a crisis with Russia, and Russia is threatening going to war with NATO, and the U.S. is moving in patriot missile launches into Czechoslovakia as, as a protection, and they're worried about whether those missile launchers will cause... Uh, a world crisis in the long run. And, it, I mean, it is so similar to what is really going on right now. But, of course, it's not Czechoslovakia. Uh, but it is other NATO countries that they're talking about moving uh, those missile uh, sites to. And I'm thinking it takes probably at least 18 months to shoot those those programs so they had to they had to be shooting this series back during the pandemic i would think oh by the way there were no no masks at all in the series nobody on the street was wearing a mask none of the extras were wearing masks everybody Mm. was shooting it without a mask and i'm thinking even if they shot it a year ago people would be wearing masks but they must have had a, a mandate look we're investing all this money you've all been tested including the extras no masks because this is going to be running for years, the series. But how do they know the plot is going to fit eighteen months later into real the real news, you know?
1: Well, I don't know that they did know that, but the the scenario could have it could have been any any one of a few countries that it took place in. So I guess what
0: I was thinking was do they put things like this together to soften us up so When real things happen, we're not as shocked because we saw it in a movie. I mean, we see things developing in a movie, and you see how it develops, and you see that it can develop in a movie, and you're entertained, and you accept it. Okay, that could happen. Then in real life, something similar happens, and it's not so much of a shock anymore Oh, you right. know, uh, is it, are these things done to soften us up
1: as, as, a, as a people? Yeah. You want my honest answer? Yes. Uh, I don't know. Don't have a clue. Uh, but possibilities are it could have happened if they take the characters and, you know, the, the potential storyline – and manipulate it to uh, what they want.
0: Yeah, it could. There's millions of dollars worth of money involved in producing these programs. Right. Lots of dough. Uh, and the writers probably wrote these scripts uh, as recently as a couple of years ago. So
1: it's. Well, not- you'd have to look at the production company, the writers, and their ties to maybe the left in the administration. Um, uh, obviously, this started probably before Biden took office. But we already know that Biden taking office with Kamala was a well-orchestrated plan, and although they still sell the narrative that, no, oh, no, 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 no. You're talking about the big lie there. The big lie was what happened. They shot
0: this probably 18 months ago, so Biden was in office. And yeah, but they,
1: they but everything started. It right. had to be but they planned can, before he took office.
0: But they can change scripts as... as as late as the night before they shoot it. Uh, True. They, you know that I was involved in a very very minor way in that film Jaws. And I right. can tell you they were writing script to shoot the next day. The, the night before they were writing, you know, they were making changes and writing dialogue and passing out the scripts on the set on the day of the shoot. They they had to memorize their lines almost like 5 minutes before they stepped in front of a camera.
1: Uh, oh yeah, there, changes are made for any reason. A, an actor could be sick. Indiana Jones, right? Harrison Ford was supposed to have the big sword fight, and he was sick, so he had a gun The, gu- yeah, the, the, the yeah. guy, <laughs> the,
0: yeah, that the, the Arab gentleman pulls out this big sword, and Harrison Ford looks at it, shakes his head, pulls out his revolver, and shoots him. <laughs> and yeah. and I guess uh, Ford had the flu when he did that.
1: Yeah, it was yeah. an improvised. It, 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 they improved it, so it but it worked. Yeah. You know, but in the in the answer to your question, yeah, I guess it could happen. And I mean, things similar to this have happened all along. It's called grooming. And they're doing that in every aspect of life, from series to advertisements to changing things on a local and national scale, whether it be monuments, whatever it is, they take free hand to Let's rewrite history, and let's rewrite Speaking what is of monuments, our
0: future. Speaking of monuments, you see, we're in D.C. They're uh, they're going to be putting up, they're tearing down, by the way, monuments for Thomas Jefferson and Abraham Lincoln. I mean, serious people who did serious things for our country. But the good news is they've, in this new budget, this omnibus budget, they put some money aside uh, to put a commemorative monument up to Honored journalists. That's right. Honored journalists who so courageously carry their pens into into the political battle. Who would those journalists be, do we know? It says, actually, it says uh, uh, the location of the commemorative work uh, to commemorate the commitment of the United States to a free press by honoring journalists who sacrificed their lives in service to the cause. Uh, I guess these are war journalists for the most part. Which I can see... uh, a monument for that, to be honest with you. That wouldn't bother me. If a guy's out there and he's with the troops and uh, he's trying to bring us the news, the story, and he loses his life doing so, uh, that's there's a good but reason But is for this that.
1: a backdoor to bring in other journalists that have been, uh, oh, per se, on the take to um, reshape what's in the news and uh, our perception of what's know. really going on, like uh, the little girl from ABC Oh,
0: um, what was her name? Martha uh, Raddatz. Mar- Martha Raddatz. Oh, you're talking about the one who wrote the uh, phony stories. The phony yeah, stories Kristen, about the turtles. Uh, yeah,
1: Kristen Hensel. Yeah, she wrote the story about the turtles yeah. that were supposedly uh, extinct or going extinct because of, uh, I guess, some kind now, you know of construction. What they had to whatever do? It was.
0: Do you remember what they had to do with those turtles? I believe this was. It even affected guys like Rush Limbaugh. And he talked about it on his show. But I guess what happened was. Because of her writing and stuff like that, the towns put ordinances out that you couldn't have your porch lights on or your backyard lights on if you were a beach property. Certain months of the year, it affected the mating of these turtles. Apparently, these turtles would come into the beach area, and they would lay their eggs in the sand. And if the, if, if the area was lit up with your, with your backyard lights, your floodlights, it kept them from doing that. They were shy about laying their eggs, I guess. And so Rush used to say, you know, you spend all this money, you want to be able to go out at nighttime and have, with a little light on the beach or something like that, and you can't do it because they have this stupid ordinance that affects some rare turtle that uh, you hardly ever see. <laughs> you know?
1: Well, he's got to be rolling over in his grave right now because that whole story was a lie. She was paid by um, a lobbying group yeah. to write it. Wow! She got 7,000 bucks. And going back, the group found out that was being protected. Nothing was true. These turtles weren't endangered. It was a hit piece that she wrote, but she did such a good job on that hit piece and a few others. ABC said, this girl has got potential. So they hired her and that was her job all along to write hit pieces. So, do Can you believe the news? Everyone goes, no. well, you know, ABC, CNN, I mean, come on. The, they have been sacred news sources for years. Not anymore. You know, you know they, you they know, do hit pieces.
0: Um, I looked for the cut, and I couldn't find it before I got on the air, but uh, I probably will find it later on. If I do find it, I'll play it in another one of our episodes. But Martha Raddatz was sitting with uh, Governor Greg Abbott a couple of days ago. And she had the audacity to say, well, you know, I've never heard President Biden say, come to America. You're welcome here. No welcoming from uh, Biden. Yeah. But I did hear it from you, meaning Greg Abbott, and from President Trump. By the way, in the, while she's saying this to uh, Greg Abbott, there's a two-shot of both of them. And he's nodding like, like he agrees. And I'm thinking, you idiot. You stupid jerk. What are you nodding your head for? You, you like you agree. You've been telling supposedly people to stay on your own side of the border. I know that President Trump isn't welcoming these people across the border illegally. And and but yet he's nodding like, "Oh yeah, that, these people are idiots." <laughs> they, they really they probably have an agenda that I'm not privy to. And I'll get to that in just a few minutes. Uh but Greg Abbott was on – well, first of all, i got a bunch of stuff to play for you today. Mm-hmm. But Greg Abbott was on Tucker Carlson's show last all night. Right. I, I, Tucker is amazing. He's on Fox, and of course Fox is getting, getting woke. And uh, they are gradually growing into a, another disappointment for the right because they're trying to uh, sometimes walk the middle of the road. You know what happens when you walk down the middle of the road? You get hit from traffic from both from both directions, yeah. you know? But uh anyway, they don't tu- care though. No, they don't. Tucker was on and Tucker is he steps into areas that uh, eventually will get him either kicked off the air or or worse. He says to Greg Abbott, Well, I'll let him say it. Listen to this.
2: Wouldn't defending our own border from an invasion of millions of people be the single most important thing any American could do, particularly an American under arms whom you control? Well,
3: those who are here in Texas, again, we, we've deployed up to 10,000 of them. Uh, the only reason why it would not be more, you got to understand this also, uh, and that is there are some who retire every single month, uh, some who are No, I, uh, re- I get it, re- but, 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 what, why not, but why not just say I'm the governor of Texas. are more every
2: single we're month. We're the greatest state in America. Every Texan I know, including relatives of mine, they all think Texas is the best. You're the governor. Why don't you just say any person with military and law enforcement experience can join up. We are starting our own force. It's volunteer or just go to Midland, Dallas and Houston and get your donors to fund it. They would. I'd send you money. Everyone send you money. And we're going to stop this on behalf of the state of Texas and the United States. You could do that. The Biden people would back down in the face of that determination. Why not?
3: Uh, Tucker, actually, we, we onboard uh, new members every single month. We, we do go through both that recruiting process as well as people signing up. They onboard, they go through the training process, they get ready for deployment, and then we deploy them. So we are constantly involved uh, in adding to uh, those who can serve us on the border. And they get special training that is different what they have to do in the state of Texas compared to what they may do in Afghanistan.
2: Do you see this as a hair-on-fire emergency that's more important than anything they would have done in Afghanistan or Ukraine or any other country around the world? Do you think this is the most important thing those guys could be doing? Tucker, I have made that point
3: to the United States Congress, uh, asking for more resources so that we can better defend our border. Knowing that the federal government is not defending our border, the only people capable of doing it uh, would be Texas. And what is Texas getting? Nothing.
2: But people would send you money money. if you started up a voluntary fund. Send Greg Abbott money. People would put you in their wills. I mean, you'd probably be president of the United States if you did that. I'm serious. If you took control and closed the border, which you can do, you would be a folk hero sung about by future generations around the campfire. I, I, I just think it's that simple Texas once again takes a stand against an invasion it's not the first time you've done it so t- t- Tucker it let,
3: let me t- and let me tell you we've done exactly that I'll give you an example I want you and your audience to know that today we uh, begin putting up even more border wall Texas is the only state to build our own border wall my point is this we started a fund called uh, borderwall.tx dot uh, I can't remember the rest of it we'll get it up for you But anyway, we have a fund uh, that people have given money to for Texas to continue building the border wall in addition to the billions of dollars. Understand this, Tucker. The state of Texas is coming out of our pocket to the tune of $4 billion every two years for Texas to secure the border, not the federal
2: government's money. Yeah. Well, I think the long-term costs of allowing this trump any cost in preventing it, just my view. I appreciate you coming on tonight. Wow.
0: Wow. He's so, tr- he's so right about uh, people giving money. I mean, if he were to, to make a stand like that and say, look, at, uh, we need more people. If you want to join up in, in this uh, special battalion of border protection uh, people, uh, you're welcome to do so. We, we will bring you on board, give you training, supply you, and we need funds. And, and people from around the nation would send money to, to Texas for this reason they would have the funds to support this organization and he he dances around he, you know he, he he avoids the issue well we have uh we have training and they get different training from the other training and he, instead of saying you know he i would have said tucker that's a great idea tucker that's a great idea we're doing this tomorrow we're doing this tomorrow he did everything he could not to commit to doing something like Tucker suggested.
1: Well, I, I agree with you. And I, and I wonder about his alliance and uh, uh, loyalty to the party. Uh, yeah, and I hate saying the party, but the point is is that we've got a new coalition in, in the White House, and it just seems like we're doing everything we can to undermine ourselves. And I think back when Trump was in the White House, Uh, He trusted in people. He did. And a lot of them. Too much. Too much. But how do you know who is a good player and a bad player? I'm sure that every one of us somewhere in life has gotten stuck in the back. But, you know, by somebody that, you know, had another agenda. This, though, is political. And it's not about the good of the country, the will of the people. It's a pure power grab and there are people and players that want to change the course well, and direction of this country. I, I'm not sure about Abbott. I, I, mean, I don't want a democrat well, let me, in there, let but let I'm me not tell sure you. about him.
0: This morning I get up and I'm in my library uh, reading some some stuff and uh, I know the library. I look <laughs> I look at a, a tweet from Laura Logan and she has written, "Look, what's this?" And it shows a section of a program from the World Economic Forum. And in that section, Mm -hmm. it's the bio, it's the picture and bio of Governor Greg
1: Abbott. Yeah, he's going to be there, right?
0: Well, I don't have him on the list, but he may be a new addition, but it is from the World Economic Forum. So it's either part of this year's program or maybe last year's and I missed it.
1: You know, they got a hell of an agenda on this year's program. Well,
0: let me read you some of the stuff, okay? Uh, The program for Davos 2023 includes events such as Why We Need Battery Passports. Why We Need
1: Battery Passports. Okay, well, we're not talking about the passports like you or I would have. I,
0: I don't know. It seems kind of vague, but... It could be a number of things, uh, but if...
1: Yeah, I I think that has a more technical thing, but again, you know, they're they're doing a dance on that one, but okay, okay. so they want battery passports.
0: Leading the charge through Earth's new normal, featuring Al Gore. (laughs)
1: Oh, no.
0: You know, you want to have him at every one of these uh, symposiums, don't you? Al Gore. You
1: know, you know, climate change is coming. We're all going to freeze to death. We're going into an ice age. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, wait. wait a minute. Wait a minute.
0: Where's the buffet? Where's the buffet? Um, number three,
1: a living wage for all. They have been pushing that for quite some time. And that is something that they're probably going to be able to sneak by because everybody now, they've gotten everyone used to a handout. And you go, oh, that sounds good. Now, what the living wage is, doesn't matter whether you're on Social Security. Right. Doesn't matter whether you have unemployment. Doesn't matter whether you work or not. They're going to give you a base salary. Let's say they determine, well, they would have determined $1,200 a month. But now with inflation, let's say that $1,200 is going to be $1,600 or $1,800. Everybody. Even if you're retired. that's right. You would get an eighteen hundred. dollars Where's the incentive
0: to go out and make a buck if they if they're giving you a, a subsidy all the time?
1: Well, the government's got a big teat, and they want everybody on that teat, and that's all there is to it. They want to have as fat, lazy at home. They don't want you to go out anywhere.
0: You know that that's a uh, problem they're having right now with uh, with a lot of people who are on these uh, programs. Uh, from the COVID vaccine, uh, or a lot who are on unemployment, they don't want to go looking for a job. They want to drain their unemployment. Hey, I'm on unemployment. I'm going to stay with it, you know, because I'm getting I'm getting money and I can watch my uh, my uh, Netflix or uh, my uh, Amazon Prime and I don't have well, to. Well, with
1: the government subsidies, you really never have to go off of unemployment. There's a, I forget what the formula is, but there is a formula. You have to work. At least two quarters of a year. Maybe it's only one quarter, so that they can get the multiples to figure out a base income. In the meantime, and then that's what you get money from.
0: In the meantime, the Chinese are working like eighteen-hour days for mm-hmm. a pittance, and they're happy. Um, another another thing enabling an equitable transition. Enabling an equitable transition. I don't to know. What? I do not know. They just, that's one of the topics. They kind of leave it open-ended, but uh, it sounds like an interesting. Oh, a, yeah,
1: that could, that could be to the workforce. It could be to a different kind of world as different we Different sexuality,
0: know it. you know.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, I was i was telling you about orbits, but we'll talk about that in a yeah.
0: few. Here's another great topic they'll, they'll be discussing at uh, Davos 2023. Beyond the Rainbow, Advancing LGBTQ Plus Rights.
1: That's right. All right. What rights do you have if uh, you know they're they're making it to where, just say you're gay, you'll get more. Gay. You'll get more. You'll get more. You'll get respect. You'll get love. Do you know but that you got to be gay? Do you know what in San
0: Francisco they're giving they're giving benefits to people for uh, certain qualities, meaning uh, they're going to give uh, minorities like a thousand dollars a month subsidy, uh, but if you are white, you don't get it. And I thought those things were supposed to be removed from our society like 20 years ago.
1: You, yeah, you that, words, that's – I'm sorry. That's discrimination. That's, racism. that's racial. And you know what? Uh, maybe not in my lifetime, but I'm going to make sure if they do stuff like that that my children know. By the way, at some point in time, you're going to be recognized as the majority. And you look at the base salaries of these people and what they're getting and multiply it out and extrapolate that, you know – Your reparations ought to be based on that. This reparation thing is a sack of, you know what you call it.
0: Jawea. Here's another great topic moderated by CNN. Oh, yes. Advancing racial and ethnic equity. You got to love it. From CNN. Another one, decarbonizing supply chains. And that is going to be moderated by Chinese state television. (laughs) Now, I mean... The biggest polluter in the world is what? It's China.
1: So decarbonizing the supply chain—that—that that would in, 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 probably interest oh. uh, the the airline industry, the train is industry. Is that pollution
0: decarbon- truck- Would you think that would be a pollution thing, Bill? That would be
1: a pollution thing, as far as I know. You know, they're they're talking about the carbon footprint, and they'll they'll dance around anything I say, uh, because whatever I say, they'll go the other direction but the point is if you make a living uh maybe driving a truck hauling food yeah they don't want you to do that anymore okay just hand in your keys okay yeah. park your truck in the lot you know walk in and say and say you know what i want to live in a carbon free society <laughs> You know, here's the keys to your truck. Yeah. Uh, and uh thank you and have a nice day. In the now, meantime, I'm Joe know, I was, oh, I need to be on the I need to be in the payroll now.
0: In the meantime they're wondering why there's a shortage on things like children's Tylenol. You can't you cannot buy children's Tylenol. I mean it, it, they're selling it on uh, Amazon for as much as $230 a bottle because you cannot you go into the stores and the shelves are en- empty for children's Tylenol. Amazing. You want to
1: hustle. I, well, I'll I'll tell you in a minute. Go ahead.
0: Finding the right balance for crypto. I think uh, it doesn't say who the speaker is, but I don't think it's, uh, what's it, Benjamin uh, Bankman-Fried. What a Sam Bankman-Fried? I, I don't know who Benjamin Bankman-Fried is. Probably his brother. You know, Sam Bankman-Fried. It's Bankman not going to be Fried. long.
1: The Biden administration wants to do away with the dollar bill, do away with currency, and switch you to crypto. Now, they already have a digital footprint of what you got in the bank and what you make. And a lot of us have direct deposit. That would just be converted to a digital. Do account, you think like that they go- digital wallet?
0: Yeah, but do you, do you think that people will give up m- money that they can put in their hand?
1: Well, if they render it useless and not valuable, because you got to realize, yeah. Take for instance a quarter. How much silver is really in a quarter today? Not much, you know. Of the precious metal, there's not. It's not worth a quarter. It's worth the face value not to a but collector yeah there's different things Bill, there's
0: something know. to be said for having it in your hand because i'm i'm very skeptical about something that can be eliminated with a keystroke mm-hmm. and literally they may say the government may say you know this guy bill knight uh, he, he's a he's a radical kind of guy and we've got it we've got to punish him for the things that he says so let's just uh eliminate his bank account boom with a keystroke gone Suddenly, the savings you have in your bank that you earned, that you worked hard to earn, uh, they can eliminate with uh, the press of a button.
1: Well, back, there was a time when people, and I I guess they still do, the barter system. You know, if you want to sit there, I want, you know, I want what you got over there. Well, then that person goes, you know, you have something I want. Yeah. Let's trade. Because what you own, you own. It's not taxable. And as long as there's no paper trail uh, that has to be made. uh, And the government's working on that. Flea markets. Flea markets is the one place, the last stand where you can go and make money. And, well, I didn't make any money at the flea market. That's right. What are you talking about? you crazy?
0: They're trying to get Uh, into that, too, though. They're trying to get their their attention. They're trying to to figure it out. out.
1: And they will figure it out. Digital currency will do it.
0: This is, this is an interesting topic. Tackling harm in the digital era. What does that mean? Tackling harm in the digital era. That can be
1: anything. Uh, Yeah, but I can bet you this. It's not about what they do that's illegal. It's what we do that they go, wait a minute, wait a minute. You made some money? Oh, you can't do that. You know, they're they're like a mob. You know, the guy comes.
0: Here are the people who are going to be speaking, Bill. Who director Tedros Adhanom, Uh, you'd probably recognize his face. You saw it during the pandemic. Uh, He was like the face of the WHO. Uh, That's good. He he sets himself up as being a medical guy, and he's not. Uh, But that's that's who the head of the World Health Organization is. Uh, Lawrence Fink, chairman and chief executive officer of BlackRock, Inc. You may have heard of BlackRock, Inc., Right. Uh, Jens Stoltenberg, who's the Secretary General of NATO, he's going to uh, be speaking. Why these people are speaking at the WEF is be, beyond me. Zhu Ji Chu, Executive executive Officer of TikTok, uh, Shamina Singh, President of MasterCard Center for Inclusive Growth <laughs> Center. Well, Mast- no, the- He's the president of Mastercard Center for Inclusive Growth. There was a time when these these banks they had like a CEO of finance, you know, but now they have a center for inclusive growth.
1: Come on. So man. what does that do? I mean, inclusive. Oh, what and, kind of inclusive? And, we talking LGBTQ? Oh yeah. Make inclusive sure.
0: race. What what is it? We got to make people who look at if you're broke, if you're bankrupt. Uh, we're gonna make it so <laughs> you can get money from us uh, because we're gonna have the guy who has money through us finance you. How's that,
1: you Yeah, know. that's what it is. Okay, that's a good thing. Yeah, uh, boy, I'm not. I'm glad I found out about that.
0: Former president, former vice president. Oh, God blesses. I almost made a mistake with that one. Former vice president Al Gore will be speaking. Isn't that wonderful? Uh, he oh, yeah. ne- he never nice misses guy. the opportunity, nice. and I'm sure he'll fly over and coach. <laughs> Not.
1: He'd, no, he'd he's going to fly, his fly Gulf in a private jet that spits out more carbon yep. than uh, uh, an airliner full of passengers.
0: Hilda Schwab will be speaking. You're saying, who is Hilda Schwab? She's the wife of Klaus Schwab. Okay. What the hell does she have to say? I have no idea, but she will be speaking. I guess we'll find out. Yes. Uh, Tian Yui, host of China Global Television Network, will be speaking. Hmm. Uh, Elena Cherney, chief executive, chief news editor for the wall street journal. You know, that's owned by, uh, Rupert Murdoch who owns Fox. These people, you know, show me your friends and I'll tell you what you are. You've heard that expression.
1: Yeah. Uh, you know, with Fox, just a side note here. Yeah. They're going woke. Although they have Tucker and a few people that are still to the right. And they're probably trying to figure out. How do we replace? Because they want, they like the money that these uh-huh. guys generate. But if they can figure out how to replace the it, they will in a heartbeat.
0: But also the viewership. I mean, he has a, a massive audience at nighttime. I was reading yesterday where his replay of his program at 1 o'clock in the morning beats every program on CNN except for 3. His replay at 1 in the morning beats every show At prime time, whatever time, except for three programs
1: on uh, CNN. You know, I remember when I did radio and did a morning show, Mm -hmm. and we went over the contract, and then I had to sign a piece of paper. I said, what's this? I said, oh, it's uh, insurance. I'm sitting there going, oh, is this my insurance policy? I need to read this over, have my attorney check it out. No, 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 no. It's our insurance policy in case something happens to you we get reimbursed for the money we paid you for the money we say that we're going to lose on you, uh, and what? And so, I mean, it was they'll insure was anything. Contra-
0: they will insure anything. I to a good yeah.
1: So they were they they were insuring me at, at a level that I was going like. To be honest with you, I was going, I ain't worth this. Hey, you, but, you, you know. You remember
0: Betty Grable back in World War II mm-hmm. days? She was the pinup girl. You used to see posters of her on airplanes and things like that where she'd be in a a, a, a bathing suit and she'd be looking over her shoulder back at the camera in a very provocative way. Betty Grable, her legs were yep. insured for a million dollars. Now, in 1943, That's a million dollars a was a ton of dough. Uh, so... My,
1: my point is, yeah. Tucker Carlson, you know, and, and the shows that they got, yeah, who's to say they don't have an insurance policy on them to cover all their bets so when they want to go totally woke, uh-huh. eh, Tucker, you know, you should have had the tires checked in your car before you went on that trip. <laughs> they blew out and uh, you went off the cliff. What a conspiracy theorist you Sorry, are. Sorry, Tucker, I, I didn't mean I, to give that example, but another uh, there
0: you sp- go. Another speaker is going to be Ina Fried. She's a chief technology correspondent for Axios. Brad Smith, President and Vice Chairman of Microsoft, will be speaking. Well, that's not a surprise. Hadley Gamble, who's an anchor on CNBC. Uh, Mark Ruta. You're saying, who is Mark Ruta? Mark Ruta is the Prime Minister of the Netherlands. And I don't know whether you remember just a few weeks ago when we were talking about how uh, the protests in the Netherlands because they're trying to be green, so they're sacrificing farmers' product. They're telling them that either they can't grow certain things or they have to stop growing things altogether. And the farmers have been protesting uh, en masse with their tractors, and I think they still are, although it, see, the weather changes and it makes it harder for them to do it. You know, it gets cold, and it's hard to be out sitting on a tractor protesting when it's... Uh, 20 degrees and but he's going to be speaking i'm sure telling everybody what a great job the netherlands has been doing uh with the green new deal making it uh an they're environment-
1: going to force the green deal before the biden administration is over they're going to probably do away with gas engines before the biden administration is over we are going to have a lot of things happen in two years and they're going to brag about it, how we wanted this. It's a great thing. It's a totally, it's a new world order.
0: Another uh, speaker will be Stacy Marie Ishmael, managing editor, Crypto Bloomberg News. Uh, Larry Madowo, correspondent for CNN. Jeremy Allaire, CEO from Circle. And Brad uh, Garlinghouse, CEO of Ripple. You know, I was just looking at this list. I don't see any speakers from Fox News. Like, they didn't invite Tucker to speak you know or uh maybe jesse waters would be an interesting conversationalist
1: yeah. did yeah. you get your uh press passport by the way
0: no i i, I check my mailbox every day but oh.
1: yeah i don't I'm af- afraid to open my mailbox there's something in there ticking <laughs> i said forget it
0: oh you gotta love it that's uh davos uh 2023 and it's uh, another way that they they get an opportunity to share ideas of how to how to shut us down as as a global society and make us more compliant and uh, more beholding to uh, the powerful the deep state it's amazing isn't it you got to love it in this new omnibus bill that they're arguing over right now we, we talked about the fact they're trying to put statues up to for journalists but They're putting up uh, money for the security of borders in the Middle East, like Egypt and Oman and places like that. And there's not a dime in there about protecting our border. Nothing.
1: You know, it's amazing to me. Now they do the omnibus bill uh, to keep the government going. Well, you know, I'd be sad if these congressmen didn't get a paycheck. Oh, wait a minute. When the government shuts down congressmen, the senators, every government official gets paid. Now it's the rank and file and, uh, you know, certain public, you know, programs that are out there that get defunded until they get a new bill. But the Democrats and Republicans, they cannot resist a spending bill. Well, here's an opportunity to hide this pork product, to hide this thing. We're going to sneak this thing in because we couldn't get it any other way. If I, and I'm not running for office, but one of the things that I would sit there and scream from the highest mountain top yeah. is if they were doing the omnibus bill, I would sit there and hold a press conference and say, hey, we're going to keep the government going. Of course, it's going to cost you this. And I would lay it all out so that people would know who is asking for what and what it's going for. And it's coming from your pocket. Uh, this is crazy. And they should. You know, it's not a choo-choo train that you could add cars onto, but they do all the time.
0: I wish I could find the uh, audio. Uh, I heard it yesterday. Rand Paul was speaking about uh, this omnibus bill and how he's being criticized by uh, a lot of people. Many of the media walk up to him in the hallway and say, are you going to delay the omnibus bill? Are you going to be a roadblock to the passing of the omnibus bill? And... What he says, I'll summarize what he says. He says, hey, uh, I'm not doing anything that I shouldn't be doing. I'm not doing the exception. They're doing the exception. He said the deadline for the omnibus bill, I mean, I'm sorry, the deadline for the budget was September, and they missed it. They asked for an extension of 90 days. The extension went till last week, and they missed it again. Now they come up with this preposterous omnibus bill, it's over 4,000 pages, they want you to, don't read it, just pass it. Don't read it, just pass it. Hurry up, let's get it done by the new deadline, the end of the year, and everything will be great. What they've done is they've put people like Rand Paul into a, a tight spot. He, he says, they try to make me and people like me out to be the villain. And we're just doing our jobs, he says. It takes a week to to read and pass a bill, a week,
1: and that's hurrying. And do they do they now? Look, if I if I elect a representative, uh, and there's a bill that's four thousand pages, you better read every damn word in that that bill, which you know they don't. They well, have people going through parts of it, and that's Rep- it.
0: Representative Dan Bishop from I believe he is it North Carolina, one of the Carolinas. Dan Bishop, nice guy, smart guy, he read every page. He spent hours and hours and hours reading every page in the new bill. He he was on uh, Tucker's program, I believe, last night. And he said, uh, it, it's filled with pork. It's filled with pet little projects. It is a betrayal of the American people. We're giving money away to places that we shouldn't be giving money away to. And we're betraying our veterans, our residents who are expecting us to protect them at the border. All these things are being ignored by this bill.
1: $420 million, I believe, is what it is that's going to border protection, as we said, in the Middle East. Yeah. Not for here. Uh, I'm sure somewhere in there, there's something for the Ukraine so far. They've got $48 billion from us and they're begging for more money. And I sit there and I look at our homeless. I look at, you know, tunnels to towers. That is not a government program. That's a you and me program to help out our veterans. And it should
0: should be a, a government program.
1: Yeah, it should be a government program. How about this? Mm-hmm. How about we take away all that crap that we're giving away to everybody? Right. Let's go to our veterans first. You served for this country. You did your tour of duty. Then you know what? We're going to buy your house. We're going to not buy yeah. it away from you. Yeah. We're going to pay for you to have a home, maybe up to a certain level seventy five, one hundred, one hundred fifty thousand sure. dollars. Yeah. Let's say in this market, one hundred fifty k gives you a nice middle class home. Right. Up in Boston, well, that might be a half million bucks. You weigh it to the market. We buy you a home. Oh, you already have a home. We will pay you back for that home because you paid your debt. Help these servicemen, help these guys who are disabled. Let's help our homeless. Yeah. Let's get them, let's get them productive. Again, if they don't want to be helped, okay. Hey, you wounded,
0: you hurt, you have post-traumatic stress syndrome, all those things. No questions asked. We take care of you with the best health care out there available. To anyone. You don't That's get the, right. you don't get the also ran stuff. You don't get waiting in line hoping that the VA can see you. You get top shelf health care because you paid for it already. You paid for you it know, with your sacrifice.
1: You know, we are getting jacked around in so many on so many levels, you know, from the veterans to our needy, our people. We take care of our own brothers and sisters first. We take care of our own. Doesn't matter your skin color. It doesn't matter your identity. We take care of you. Hey, 40, then we can help. Forty-five
0: others. billion dollars that we dumped into the Ukraine. If we had dumped that into our veterans, they would be they would be rescued from from what they've been going through. They would be yeah. in so much better shape. The now hot, the other uh, thing
1: we haven't talked about, you know, because we don't respect our law enforcement. And, yes, they make a nice salary. Well, some of them do, but some don't. their lives are on the line. There ought to be some kind of special care for them, especially the fallen officers. We have an obligation to take care of their families, an obligation. Just like a fallen veteran, you know, we have an obligation. We They were there protecting us, we
0: taking have, care of us. We have state-of-the-art stuff that we give to some militaries we we have stuff in development I mean we have protective bo- lightweight body armor we have non-fatal uh, weapons I I forgot there's a term for it but there are weapons that they've been developing that will knock people down I guess one of them is a sonic gun that uh, they can oh, yeah, literally the sonic
1: gun. That's that technology's been around for a while, but, but they, now they've, they've been using miniatur- it, but now they've really got it developed.
0: Yeah, and it's miniaturized and they can they can use it in tight situations. Why don't police have it?
1: Well, what? they should have them. Now the sonic gun, now you can actually use a sonic gun and uh depending how it's depending on how it's tuned and everything, you can actually use something like that, a weapon close to that, that you can plant thoughts in somebody's mind. Now you could have them become a, a hit person, a mass murderer. But if you can do that, you can also sit there and have a sonic weapon that makes a person stand down.
0: Well, they they you already know? got. I've seen it. Uh, they can they can turn the sonic gun on uh, somebody, and it will it'll put them on the ground. They will yeah. literally the 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 pain, I guess, pain or whatever it is. The confusion it completely disorients them, and and they. They just can't shoot at you. I don't know why they haven't got them in battlefields.
1: Well, you're right. Well, then we could fly a drone over. We could fly an aircraft over and boom. You know, yeah. they just go. They, they surrender. That's it. They stand down. Now, if we're talking about it, then, you know, the bad guy's going, hey, we can make the Americans stand down and we can march right in. But, you know, we have lockdowns and viruses and, you know, different mandates like that to keep us at bay.
0: So Mitch McConnell, yes, yesterday or the day before yesterday, he told us what his top priority was.
1: Making sure the Defense Department can deal <clears throat> with the major threats coming from Russia and China. Providing assistance for the Ukrainians to defeat the Russians. That's the number one priority for the United States right now. According to most Republicans, that's sort of how we see the the challenges confronting uh, the country at the moment.
0: If you don't think that they are walking lockstep, the Republicans and the Democrats in Washington, with each other, you should have seen yesterday uh, when Zelensky was speaking in front of Congress, when both sides were up screaming their raucous applause like he was a rock star. And
1: two people didn't. Oh yeah,
0: uh, Bobert and and Gates. Uh, Ga- yeah, uh, Matt Gates. Yeah, Gates, whatever. Yeah, Matt Gates and Lauren Bobert didn't didn't get out of their seat. Uh, they just sat there because they actually have principles. You know, they they actually <laughs> stand by their beliefs. But uh, right. Z- Zelensky was uh, he he came to the Congress of the United States dressed in his. His uh, olive green uh, sweatshirt and pants, looking like he just got off a a, a truck somewhere. And uh,
1: it, has he ever wore a suit in his life?
0: Well, yes, he has. Yes, he has. When he was a comedian in 2016, and he was on stage with another guy playing playing the piano with his privates. Playing the piano, you you may say, oh, come on, Jim. No, no. That was a comedy bit. Google it. That was a comedy bit that Zelensky did on stage with a grand piano. You don't see anything, but the implication is here. You see the pants drop, and they start playing chopsticks with their uh, genitalia. That's today's new Churchill. As he's Tickling been
1: called. the ivories, as they say. Yeah, Tickling the iv- ivories, yes. Well, now you know why they now, call it a piano. A,
0: there's a thought. And, and That's a piano, by the way. I won't be playing.
1: But, I um, won't touch those ivories.
0: Here was what he said yesterday in front of Congress.
4: So, so here is the front line. The tyranny, which has no lack of cruelty against the lives of free people, and your support is crucial. Not just to stand in such fight, but to get to the turning point to win on the battlefield. We have artillery. Yes. Thank you. We have it. Is it enough? Honestly, not really. (laughs) To ensure Bakhmut is not just a stronghold that holds back the Russian army but for the Russian army to completely pull out, more cannons and shells are needed. If so, just like the Battle of Saratoga, the fight for Bakhmut will change the trajectory of our war for independence and for freedom. If your patriots stop the Russian terror against our cities, it will let Ukrainian patriots Work to the full to defend our freedom.
0: Is it enough? Not really. You know, We've already given him $48 billion worth of money, uh, just an enormous amount of funds. Uh, he thanks us, but it's not enough. We need more. By the way, his wife was in Paris this past weekend uh, on a $40,000 shopping spree. It's going to be a great Christmas at the Zelensky house. Uh, He also said this.
4: The Russians' Uh, tactic is primitive. They burn down and destroy everything they see. They send thugs to the front lines. They send convicts to the war. They threw everything against us, similar to the other tyranny, which is in the Battle of the Bulge through everything it had against the free world, just like the brave American soldiers which held their lines and fought back Hitler's forces during the Christmas of 1944. Brave Ukrainian soldiers are doing the same to Putin's forces this Christmas. (laughs) Ukraine... Ukraine holds its lines, and will never surrender.
0: Oh, and they're up there. The whole Congress is applauding like uh, like train seals. I, I, I take umbrage with him making the Battle of the Bulge comparison. My dad was there in 1944 at Christmas in the Battle of the Bulge. Uh, it, it, it's not the same thing. It is not. Uh, you know, this is a guy, by the way, Bill, who has shut down the Ukrainian Orthodox Church in his country. True. That's tyranny. That's tyranny. Mm -hmm. That is a guy who, he's not democratic. When you summarily shut down a religion, because maybe they have some different opinions, they might sway somebody against what you're doing. He was applauded. I mean, Nancy Pelosi, you would have thought she found her her, uh, long-lost son. She was literally blowing him kisses, and at the end of his speech, she leaned down and made sure she kissed him. She kissed him, and then he handed her a flag, signatures of uh, men on the front lines on it, one of the Ukrainian flags, and mm-hmm. she, she got this, you know, the triangle uh, memorial flags we have where it's, fo- right. it's folded properly, and she gave him right. this big folded flag, and she made sure he got that before he left. And uh, she didn't rip up anything from uh, the podium like she did when Trump was speaking. When our president spoke in a state of the union, that irreverent hag, she took his speech that she had a copy of and she tore it into little pieces so the world could see what she thought of President Trump. When this, this guy who shows up in his battle fatigues when he gets up there and he's spewing his, uh, I like it, but I need more speech. She's just gushing.
1: Yeah. He needs more. I, I don't know. Have you ever seen him in battle fatigues that were really fatigued and battled and uh, <laughs> that he's been out there fought. He's fought in. No, no. He's always, they're always pressed. Yeah, He doesn't wear a suit, but his yeah, t-shirt is clean and pressed and his, his uh, khaki green pants are clean and, fresh they might even be a new pair they just got to remember to tear the tag off
0: <laughs> could be you know but you asked did he ever wear a suit and and i i couldn't help but laugh and he wore a suit when he was playing the piano on the stage uh, uh you know when he was a comedian but now he has to play the part you know he's a, he's in the US he's a war hero
1: he's not a war hero and you know i i feel bad for the citizens of the Ukraine, They're the real Ukrainian citizens, because they are pawns in a bigger game that's being played. And Zelensky, he's just... Um, I, I, you know, he had a meeting with the big guy. I wonder if the
0: big guy got his 10% out of the deal.
1: Biden has been making money uh, out of the Ukraine and and yeah. Russia for years and China. You know, so this guy is a hypocrite, a hypocrite, Biden is. You know, he was just recently, uh, he was uh, called out on uh, him uh, getting up and uh, making the claim that Americans, Americans are being kicked out of, you know, restaurants because they're gay. I've I've never never seen seen that that happen. You
0: you mentioned a little while ago about uh, you felt bad for the people in Ukraine. I do too. I really do. I think a lot of them, they're pawns in the middle of their, this big chess game, but I really feel bad for us. We're getting mm-hmm. we're getting screwed big time by uh, our own politicians. They are walking lockstep. I mean, they were just gushing over him being in front of them live like a rock star. and uh, they weren't taking care of the real business that needs to be taken care of. I mean, we should have a a, a bill that's passed a a, a budget that takes care of the border, that protects us uh, as a nation, that uh, covers our health care, that covers the health care of our veterans. All these things should be considered, and, and it's being ignored intentionally by our politicians. Listen, mm-hmm. listen, pray for our country because we are on the precipice right now. We're not talking about down the road anymore. We've gone down the road and we're at the end of it right now. We're at the end of the line. This is it. And these clowns, I I was thinking about this, Bill, and I'll leave you with this because I know we're running out of time. Mm -hmm. Would you want Joe Biden to drive you home? Absolutely not. But yet we allow this guy to be the guy who is the leader of the free world and the leader of our country. You wouldn't want him taking your car and parking it for you if he were a valet p- for fear that he might ruin your car
1: well you know there's an old story and i'm not going to go into it right now about joe wrecking jill's vet and uh, that's how it became known that uh, he and jill were united. and he was still that, married but that's a whole yeah, different story yeah, let's yes. not go there yes. cuz
0: we're out of time yes but the thing is this guy is um he's he's destroying our country i'll leave it at that and you know we 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 uh we don't have much more time left. I don't think, and I, I don't think we can possibly expect a, a, a Republican president in twenty twenty four, because I know, based upon twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty two, that they cheated in both elections. And if you don't believe it, then I, you, you're it, you're it's useless. Okay, Look but it. they they cheated.
1: And- yeah, look at what's going on with Abbott. you got to question his allegiance. Absolutely. you got to question some of the allegiance of the Republicans right now. We can't even get our caucus together. Yeah. And that's not saying it in a rude way. It's just we can't get it together. So we don't know what uh, we're going to do when we go in, which means we're disorganized. So do you think we're going to hold the House or take the Senate over in 2024? I-, I don't know. How- if we we can't because we can't get it together because we've got players... From the other team or players on our team that have been swayed, the only, and they're doing everything they can to disrupt it. The
0: only way that we are rescued, I think, is if there's some drastic intervention of some kind. I don't now. People may say, "Is he talking civil war?" No, but I do think that the military, if it's if if they stole it and there's proof. If they have proof, like I've heard people say, if there's solid evidence that we have an illegitimate administration right now, then that's a violation of our laws, that's treason, and there should be an intervention. I'm just well, saying. The
1: tweets the tweets that were shown from Twitter, is that not enough evidence? Because Trump is being accused of insurrection with less yeah. than that. Oh, not Bill. Even-
0: we could we could go on we could go on for another show but uh, but we'll have to save it for tomorrow I think we'll be able to, to do another show tomorrow what do you think
1: <laughs> Yeah I think we can do another show yeah. going into the holiday weekend You know if we don't say it tomorrow I'll say it now Merry Christmas But yes I think we'll say it tomorrow too Yes I think we well, will If too. there is no tomorrow and then it was nice knowing you
0: <laughs> Hey uh, today is episode two fifty one and we're two fifty one and, and if you missed out because we did. Because we forgot, uh, we celebrated our our one year anniversary on the sixteenth, but we forgot it, and then we forgot it on the nineteenth. We did remember on the twentieth, but uh, now we're now you we're know, compensating here.
1: How we uh, how we forget important dates? Mm-hmm. We would probably uh, probably make lousy husbands to women. <laughs> we forget the important dates. Uh, we're typical men. Yes, well, men, 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 manly men. <laughs> Yeah, really, you know, listen, ladies, you know, if you want a guy to remember important dates, go with him and get a tattoo and get it tattooed on your forehead. (laughs) Yeah,
0: no, don't do that, ladies. It ain't worth it. Have a wonderful (laughs) day, my friend. We'll see you tomorrow. Adios. (laughs) The
3: Voice of Freedom. CRN America.